Welcome to the Unknown Packers podcast. This is Josh Ryder, your reporter, and this is training camp number 13, short pour. This episode today is going to talk about what happened in Saturday's and Sunday's training camp practices. So to start, Saturday's practice got underway at 11 a.m. And the big thing is that Oren Burks is believed to have torn his pectoral muscle. It's not, not a good situation, obviously. The middle linebacker position was probably our biggest weakness heading into the season with Blake Martinez, the only guy that has any real meaningful game experience. So Oren Burks was projected to be a starter this year. It's not not good. It's likely going to be season ending. So in Saturday's practice, Ty Summers spent some time with the ones after a 10 tackle performance in Thursday's preseason game. Summers looks poised to step up. He's the seventh round draft pick from TCU this past year. And I got to say on Thursday, he looked he looked good. He was flying around making tackles. Uh, the biggest play that I can remember from that game from Ty Summers was Joe Webb. He He's the quarterback, the third string quarterback for the Texans. He got out of the pocket and Lord knows that Thursday night we could not contain Joe Webb in the pocket. And Joe Webb got out of the pocket and went for a little scramble and Ty Summers got out and made an open field tackle. That's something that's very hard to do, especially for a seventh round draft pick and going up against a guy that's a 10 year veteran and is very mobile quarterback. So Ty Summers showed that he can he can go sideline to sideline and make any play that he needs to to step in and fill in for Oren Burks while he's likely out for the season with that torn pectoral muscle. Going back to Oren Burks, I do I feel bad for him. Uh, we traded up for him last year to get him in the third round. He ended up having a shoulder injury last year, which kept him out for most of the year, which was a big blow. And then this year coming in for training camp started, he looked really good to start training camp. He was in there with the ones all training camp. He was giddy and excited to go Thursday as any player would be. And then to have this this pectoral injury, which we're waiting until it's either going to be today or Monday is what I'm hearing for when we're going to find out about his his pectoral injury, but that's just is very disappointing for him. But then to start Sunday's practice, so that was yesterday's practice, Curtis Bolton was in with the ones right away. He's the undrafted free agent out of Oklahoma. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, it's at Josh Ryder 328. I do like me some Curtis Bolton. I followed him since his Oklahoma days. He's about the only, no disrespect to Oklahoma by any means, but the Big 12 is not known for their defense. So when I was watching some games with, you know, Kyler Murray and Marquise Brown on that Oklahoma offense, the one guy that stood out to me on the Oklahoma defense was Curtis Bolton, the linebacker. And, I mean, the Oklahoma defense gave up a lot of points, but Curtis Bolton always seemed to be around the ball. I was actually thinking that maybe the Packers would take a seventh-round pick on him when I saw that he was still available on the last day of the draft back in April. But they didn't. They took Ty Summers. They still ended up getting Bolton as an undrafted free agent. So those two guys, are, they're going to be battling it out. It'll be an interesting battle between the two to see who might come out and get some time and make this 53-man roster. So since we were talking about injuries, let's move into a guy that has had his fair share of injuries, as we all know, Brian Bulaga. In Saturday's practice, Bulaga sat out as part of that rest plan that we've talked about. This is probably the most efficient way to do things. As I stated, Bulaga's had his fair share of injuries in the past, just giving him a little bit of time, a little an extra day after after Thursday preseason game, even though he didn't play. But it's just it's part of this plan that the Packers coaching staff and training staff has in for him. And I wholeheartedly 100% back that. Hopefully that this can be a solution to Brian Bulaga's injury problems. While he was out, Billy Turner moved over to right tackle. He's been the right guard primarily throughout training camp with the first team offensive line. 
And while Billy Turner moved out to right tackle, that moved Elton Jenkins into right guard. He's the second round pick. And I really like this move, you know. They're just trying to, the coaching staff and the training staff just trying to have a backup plan in place in case something does happen to Balaga. And Billy Turner has had some experience. Most of his NFL experience has come at the right tackle position with the Broncos. So it makes sense why they would switch him out there. And then Elton Jenkins is a guy that has had a lot of experience in the interior offensive line. Played a lot of center. He's had experience at both guard positions. So if something does happen to Bulaga, it would be a good, this is just a good backup plan to have because Turner can slide out to right tackle. Elton Jenkins can come into right guard. And I just, I feel like that's that's probably the best situation. Now, when Bulaga came back to practice Sunday, so yesterday, Jenkins went out and Turner went back into right guard. So that's, throughout training camp, we've seen mostly the same offensive line. It's been the tackles, left tackle, Bakhtiari, right tackle, Bulaga, left guard, Lane Taylor, right guard, Billy Turner, and then the center is normally Corey Lindsley. So it makes sense when Bulaga comes back, he's going to be that right tackle. He's he's a very good, very good tackle when he's healthy. And the big thing that I'm looking at is this first team offensive line. It could switch up a little bit this year. You know, it's been normally... Lane Taylor at that left guard position, but Elton Jenkins has stood out in training camp, as the coaching staff has said, and he had a really good first preseason game. So after after a solid first game for him, he's showing the coaching staff that he can do a lot across the offensive line, and he might just take that left guard position from Lane Taylor. There's been reports that there's obviously competition. Matt LaFleur said that Lane Taylor's facing competition, and uh, don't be mistaken because that competition is from Elton Jenkins. And since we're still a little bit on the injury side of things, another player that has injury concerns, obviously, is Trevor Davis. He's been out since Monday's practice. He suffered a stinger, is what the team is calling it, after Texan safety Lonnie Johnson hit him. Um, obviously, Lonnie Johnson has been in the not-so-good words of some of the some of the Packers players trying to defend their guys like Trevor Davis and like Jay Sternberger. But with Davis out, the guy that is making the most of his opportunity is Darius Shepard, the undrafted free agent from North Dakota State. This kid is, all he does really is make plays. At North Dakota State, he found himself in the end zone a lot. And, you know, a lot of people are going to say, well, it's FCS football, you know. North Dakota State's been the powerhouse of the FCS for years. Carson Wentz was there. Easton Stick, the quarterback, is now in the NFL. They're the powerhouse of the FCS. That might be, but still, it's still football. You still got to put the pads on. You still got to put the helmet on and go out there and make plays. And that's exactly what Darius Shepard does. He had a beautiful touchdown catch in Thursday's game. And to end practice on Saturday, he had a really nice grab on a deep ball from Deshaun Kaiser. That ended practice on Saturday. You know, Shepard could be that under-the-radar guy to make the 53. Also, in Sunday's practice, he had a nice a nice wheel route and a catch from Aaron Rodgers, he he actually burned a new guy in the safety room, one of the new guys, Adrian Amos, and he he burned him, got him on the wheel route. Aaron Rodgers threw it up for Shepard. Shepard made a nice play and found himself in the end zone. So, you know, Shepard could be that under-the-radar guy that makes this 53-man roster. You know, he's really the only traditional slot receiver on the roster right now. I've heard a lot of reports that Matt LaFleur likes the slot receivers that are a little bit bigger, kind of like uh, Geronimo Allison or Marquez Valdez-Scanling. But it never hurts to have that traditional slot guy that is really a possession-type receiver. He's a really good route runner in the short routes and makes some guys miss in the open field. And Shepard is that guy. He's the really, like I said, he's the only traditional slot receiver, quote-unquote, on this roster. And like, like Packer fans all know, the Packers always keep at least one undrafted free agent. You know, 
In the past, it's been last year, Raven Green was kept. There are a few others. But maybe Shepard is going to be that guy this year. And it says a lot because that wide receiver room is crowded. You know, you got Devontae, you got Geronimo, you got Marquez, you got Equinemius St. Brown, you got Jake Kumaro, Trevor Davis, when when he was healthy, was having a really good start to camp. And then you also have Jamon Moore, you have Darius Shepard, you got Alan Lazard. So this wide receiver room is very crowded. So if Shepard can come out of there being an undrafted guy and make this 53-man roster, that just shows that he's proven himself and that he can play in the NFL. So now transitioning into Sunday's practice, one thing that stood out was it's clear that Aaron Rodgers is playing loose and fun. He, according to Rob Domofsky, Rodgers had three straight touchdown passes in the red zone drill in practice on Sunday. So that that shows that Rodgers is playing relaxed. He's getting accustomed, he's getting acquainted to this Matt LaFleur offense. And, you know, he was complaining last week with the joint practices and more more media people were making a bigger deal out of it than they needed to make, saying that Rodgers doesn't agree with Matt LaFleur. He's already going behind his back saying he doesn't like joint practices. But the reason behind that is that they had to tone it down. You know, they they didn't want to give up all, all their plays and everything. So they really went kind of plain Jane with their play calls and in the joint practices against the Texans as they had the preseason game in Thursday. So they didn't want to show off too much of what they had in the bag in terms of offense. So that's really the only reason that Rodgers said that. So now coming out with the first practice since those joint practices, Rodgers showed that when he has that when he has that loose mentality, he's playing playing loose, getting to know this system that he can be one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in the NFL. And one of those touchdown passes that Rodgers had went to Jimmy Graham, who had his best day of camp on Sunday. And Aside of that touchdown pass, Graham also caught touchdown passes from Deshaun Kaiser and Manny Wilkins in the red zone drill. So he had three total touchdowns in that red zone drill. And, I mean, a lot of Packer fans are, have been disappointed with him. You know, he's not stepped up. We paid him a lot of money to come in and be that be that tight end that we've always earned for since at least Jermichael Finley left. And last year was a little bit of a struggle for him in terms of, yard, in terms of touchdowns. He had enough yards, but, you know, we signed him to get those touchdowns. He only had two. But if... If Graham can translate Sunday's practice into the regular season, Packer fans will be, to say the least, they'll be ecstatic. So now to end training camp number 13, short pour. The defense showed a lot of takeaway drills in both Saturday and Sunday's practices. You know, they they worked on forcing fumbles. They have those dummies that have the ball up in their up in their shoulder pads. They knock it out and look, work on recovering the fumble and, and picking it up and running it back. So they worked on that a lot. They worked on interceptions. They worked on the cornerbacks and safeties worked on their hands. So from working on the forcing the fumbles to interceptions, the defense has put in a lot of work in getting the ball away. And that's something that Mike Pettin prides himself on. You know, last year was a struggle. We only had seven interceptions in the entire 16 game season and that that's not good by any means that's actually very very poor so working on those drills it transitioned well at least into Thursday's game as they had two interceptions and a forced fumble on the defensive side not to mention a, a forced fumble and a touchdown on the special team side so it obviously tra- transitioned well into Thursday's game you know maybe this this new hire of Matt LaFleur kind of uh lit a fire under Mike Pettin and said, you know, we're going to we're going to crank it up a little bit here. You know, we drafted Rashawn Gary, drafted Darnell Savage, both first rounders to to bring a little mean streak to this defense. And I think Mike Pettin kind of thought, you know, 
Last year was my first year with the Packers, just trying to get the system going, trying to get the little things right. So now with these guys coming back, I think Mike Pettin's kind of taking the training wheels off, I should say, of the defense and saying, you know what, go go out and play your game. Play loose, play like you you're, know what you're doing, and just go get the ball and take it back and get that ball back for the offense, you know. Give the ball back to Aaron Rodgers, who's one of the best in the game, and let him go down and score a touchdown. Let's let's not do too much on defense, but let's try and get that ball back for him. And, you know, that's something that Mike Pettin is priding himself on in this training camp this year. And I really like that. I mean, the defense has been, it's been a, a little bit of a liability in the past. So bringing in Mike Pettin kind of looks to have changed gears for the defense from Dom Capers. This has been training camp number 13, short pour. I am Josh Ryder, and this is the Unknown Packers Podcast. Thank you so much for following the Unknown Packers Podcast. Make sure that you're tuning in to TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor, Google Play, Stitcher, and a variety of other podcast platforms. Don't forget to say, hey, Alexa, play the Unknown Packers Podcast. That's right. We're good friends with Alexa. Make sure you're checking out our website, theunknownpackers.com, as well as Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Reddit, The Unknown Packers Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm Bryce Christensen, and this is The Unknown Packers Podcast. Follow.